0: Welcome, happy Tuesday, I'm
1: back.
0: I know you guys probably missed me. Yesterday, uh, I took a day off. Yeah, I took a day off. A buddy of mine gave me a call and said, hey, how would you like to go to the Waste Management Open? And I responded like I normally do. Uh, No, thanks. I don't want to go out with two, three, four, five hundred thousand 500,000 people. That's not fun for me. And, and he started laughing. He goes, no, I don't mean like Thursday, Friday, Saturday. He goes, today. And I'm like, what? It's Monday. He goes, yeah, they got a the bunch. I, I, I'd call it the vendors are playing, the golfers are doing practice, whatever it is. I'm not even sure. I didn't really see any golf. And, uh, you know, we had this tent, and and they fed us and free drinks and all that stuff. So, so I went. We, we had a great time. There, there uh, wasn't a lot of people there. Like where I was at, you know, you had to have a certain thing, and couldn't have been a thousand, maybe five hundred people. And it was a uh, it was a great time. The weather was outstanding. Uh, I will say this. So I, I gotta I gotta let you know as we were coming in. They have, uh, for those of you that don't know, we have the golf tournament here in town, the Phoenix Open. It's the biggest golf party there is. It's the one event where, uh, you know, it's not real quiet and and everybody's dressed up or hardly dressed, depending on uh, which way you want to go there. And hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people go to this. And it's always Super Bowl weekend. And the reason is the, the the PGA was like, number one, it's the only place, the only tournament we can host that can compete with the Super Bowl and still have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people come out every day. And when the Super Bowl is actually here, it gets even crazier. But, but neither here nor there is we're walking in waste management Host this tournament. And we can argue whether or not they should, right? They're the ones, they, they pick up our trash, okay? They're the trash company here. Why does the trash company have to spend all that money to host a golf tournament when they could just simply, what, lower our trash bill? But neither here nor there. We're walking in, and there's a brand spanking new trash truck. And and when I was growing up, and this was something it scarred me for life. Everybody in the neighborhood, I was not there. I was probably at a baseball practice or something. All the other kids in the neighborhood were doing the oh, this is most likely to be president. Not not in school. You, this is just the neighborhood. Uh most likely to be a CEO, and most likely to this and that. You know what they said I was most likely to be? The trash man. And, and this was my opportunity. Brand new truck. I got on the side and hung on to it. Uh, but, but anyway, nope, I, I don't do the trash, but I do do something that can keep your assets protected. Talking about gold and silver, 800 is the toll-free number. If you haven't done it yet, what are you waiting for? I guess you want the price to be even higher. Speaking of higher, gold's up again today. 1310 now, up about 7 silver, approaching $16 to the ounce. Uh, Wall Street just, the Dow, the Nasdaq's down 60, 70 points. The S&P's down 6, 7. The Dow has been up, uh, but it just touched into negative territory. We'll watch that. Uh, The website, allamericangold.com. Don't forget the medals program. Sign up for that. I got a lot of great things we're going to talk about. Before I do, you know what? I got to believe if you're in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, you're going to want to come to the Valley of the Sun. Uh, My son, as most of you know, my oldest son, plays football for Lake Forest College. Which is, you know, right on Lake Michigan. It's north of Chicago, about forty-five minutes north of Chicago. And he always said, oh, "I want to go somewhere where it's colder." I just saw that saying that it could be negative sixty by tomorrow. They're calling it the the polar vortex, the coldest it's ever ever been. That they said it's just going outside. You can get frostbite in a matter of a couple of minutes just by going outside. So uh, it, it's about 70-something degrees here. Uh, the weather's fine. Don't come. We're, we're full. We should have <laughs> no more snowbirds. No more people moving. Are they going to tear up the 101 over right near the office here? It's going to be a mess. That's going to take I, who knows how long it's going to take. You know, it's one of those projects where they start messing with the freeways, Takes. Three years to build. They're getting ready to do it. So uh, what does that have to do with Golden Silver? Absolutely nothing. But now I've given you the weather. We talked about sports. Uh, by the way, shout out to my younger son. Uh, he just sent me a text about 10 minutes ago. He's been invited to the Blue Gray All-American Camp. Uh, big big deal for uh, people that follow that. He's a, a sophomore in high school he had a great sophomore season. He's also a football player. Uh, so uh, pretty exciting for him. And uh, I'll let you know how it goes. So there you go. 800 I will say this. Wimpy, diseased the whole office. And now I'm feeling something that I'm not liking. Baker Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Saying before the break, hold on. Excuse me, hold on a minute. Thought I was going to sneeze. Uh, sorry about that, uh, Wendy. So I was here yesterday because I was planning on working, and and Wendy comes in, and she's all sick. And as I told you, my wife, she's been sick for a couple of weeks. But I used my superhuman powers. To, to thwart it off, and uh, this this morning I came in, I I, I felt fine, and then about seven thirty or so, I, I I had a little you know, kind of a little bit of a cough, a little little congested, and I didn't think a lot of it. Thought, yeah, you know, maybe yesterday I was out in the sun and had a few cocktails. Now I'm I'm put it this way. I'm using my superhuman powers again. Uh, because this one I'm not gonna let it get a hold of me, but if I have to go to the cough button, I well you just walked in there. Why are you in here? This I just said you're diseasing everything. Why are you here? She's not she's she's out of it. You gotta push it up. There you go. Can you hear me? Not really. Get into the mic, gotta be loud. Can you hear me? I can. Can anybody hear me? I don't know if they can. I don't know. I can't it. So anyway, no, I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. So we're working on stuff in the studio. So good. Get back. Go back out of here. Anyway, Wendy's trying to say she didn't do it. She obviously did. That's all it takes. You breathe all over me. Yes. And if I would have got it from her, I'd already have had it. See. Anyway. Nope, nope. Too late. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm so glad that microphone did not work. Um, but I wanted to talk about some what I was gonna do yesterday, and you better get with it. When you, you know, and I, I, I made a joke about, hey, all you people in in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Chicago, you're freezing. Right, come down here. When you when you do this, you want to research stuff, right? Um, You know, buying a house, you research, right? You go out to to Zillow or whatever it is. Picking a restaurant, right? You go out and you look at what Yelp and reviews and all that stuff. Uh, You know, when you buy gold, why do people buy gold from us? Really simple. No one complains. Nobody. How do you do that? I know it's hard to do in this day and age, uh, but we just do what we say we're going to do. We we keep our spreads low, and you always get your stuff. I mean, those are the keys to success. Go figure. But you always do your homework, right? You've you're, got kids in school, right? got to get your homework done. Uh, nine times out of ten, right? Every student that's doing poorly in school, you go to the school. What do they say? He doesn't do his homework, right? You know, you got to do your homework. As you think about financial homework, this is something, right? They they try to convince us, oh don't worry, about you don't need to do it. We got other people that will do your homework for you. Right? because they don't let's, let's face it why is that because they don't want you to actually do the homework because if you do you'll realize that this, this is just a big Ponzi scheme that's all it is that's what this fake fiat money really is it's a Ponzi scheme they just don't want you to know it and you know what just like all governments do it right? they all put out all these reports Here we are, we've got the computer. I can go out and look at the national debt, and it will update it to the second. And yet, we get all of these reports that the government says, you know what? Yeah, we can give them a really accurate, right? We we can tell you exactly what's happening, but nah, we don't want to do that. We want to adjust it, right? We we want to change the number, and they come up with all the, you know, think about this. We're in the first quarter here, right? First quarter, 2019, and you know this quarter for GDP that they've got the adjustment, the seasonal adjustment, and now that hasn't been working very well because the number keeps coming in so low that they say, you know, something's got to be wrong. Let's do an adjustment to the adjustment. And every, you know, Jason says it to me all the time. You know, Joe, I hate this. You know, all these economic reports you give, it's all fake news. All these reports you give out, It's fake news. It's not the actual number. This is the number after they go in and make all these adjustments to try to make the one. You know, here's the funny thing. They don't make the adjustments for the numbers to be worse. Like, man, you know what? We need to do it because it's just too good. The numbers are too good. No. It's always the other way around. We we want to make it appear that things are better than what they actually are. And your whole financial well-being is predicated on bogus. You don't believe me? Japan. And remember, I tell you, we're like Japan, but a little different. See, Japan, they're ahead of us a little bit debt-wise. And they don't have, you know, the, the Japanese yen. It's a reserve currency, but you know, nobody nobody uses it, right? Japan uses it. That's about it. Everybody else, do I, it, it's more of a trade thing. What, what do they call it? The the carry trade, right? The gimmick. Well, they're just like us. Matter of fact, our central bank has done a lot of the exact same things that the Japanese central banks have done. Matter of fact, our central bank didn't create quantitative easing. No. Japan did it first. Right? I told you, just watch them, because they aren't growing either. Over the weekend, a report came out about the Japanese and about, uh, more specifically, the data that they have been producing. And they said a recent news that the Japanese Labor Ministry has been publishing erroneous statistics for years now. They've raised doubts about not only the accuracy of the economic analysis that was released by the Bank of Japan, right, so think about us, right, we got our our labor, right, and Bureau of Labor Statistics and all that, and they do all these reports, and who do they do them for? They do them for our central bank. Same in Japan. It's now causing investors to doubt absolutely every economic report being published in Tokyo. Could you imagine? And I'll go back to Ron Paul. You know, we talked about Ron Paul last week, and he had this simplest, most basic thing that all of you, it's so easy for all of you to understand. Why is transparency a bad thing at the central bank. Why? Listen, if they were so good, if they were doing it the way it should be done, if they were above board, they should welcome it. They should be like, absolutely, yes. Let's, let's be so transparent because we want to show you just how good we really are. Absolutely, Come on in. Hey, let me tell you what. I'll send a lift to go pick you up. Come on in. Little... What day do you want to come? What do you want to see? They don't want them to come at all. Matter of fact, what do they do? They, they come out on TV. Again, the, the media is so corrupt. You, you know that. So corrupt. That's why you got to support us up there at KHNC in Colorado. There's not another radio station like it. But it's so corrupt that they go out on TV and tell you, oh, no, we can't have that. Right? And they act and they give you all these really, well, it it would jeopardize our independence. Transparency would? Really? you you, you couldn't do your job effectively if you had to tell us what it was that you did? Hey, we're not asking to be, be, be part of the conversation of what you did. Just whatever you decide, show it. Show us. What did you decide? Let us see it. Now I got a funny feeling of why. For those unfamiliar with the latest economic fake news scandal. That's pretty funny. Japanese Labor Ministry revised its monthly labor survey from 2012 through 2018, admitting that it had overstated nominal year-on-year wage increases. By as much as seven-tenths of a percent between January and November of last year. That's just one example. And by the way, seven-tenths of a percent in wages is huge. That's astronomically big. Unfortunately, there was many, many other examples. Thursday. So that was Wednesday that that report broke. Thursday, nearly half of Japan's key economic government statistics need to be revised with 22 discrete statistics. By the way, just in case you want to know, they use 56 total. So they're saying 22%, 40% of the economic releases are turning out to be fake. In other words, the Bank of Japan deliberately changed the numbers. And they, and they go through and they said that the, you know, because, again, remember, they're the ones that invented QE, right? They're the ones that said, hey, listen, this will get inflation going. Remind, let me remind you what inflation really is. And I, and I try to do this as often as I can. Inflation is simply devaluation. And all of you know if you went 10 years without a raise, you're getting poor and you know it. 20 years without a raise, you're like, I went from middle class the lower middle class. So now I'm just flat out poor, and the government comes out with these reports telling you, "Oh no, we got places at two percent. It's right near our target." They made they just made that number up. Why not though? When you think about it, why make a number up? Well, why not? We make up all the numbers. And of course, nobody wants to talk about it. But this is why you listen to my show. Go look it up for yourself. And, and again, well, you think it's just them? Right? I don't even know how they got caught, but they did. I hope you have something besides the Ponzi scheme for your future. 800 951 Facebook Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break.
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional, conservative perspective in our nation's capital. And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly.
1: When the subject of homeschooling comes up, someone usually raises the question of socialization. Critics of homeschooling cannot deny that homeschooled students are every bit the academic equal to attend regular schools, so they shift to the assertion that education is more than academics and that proper socialization can take place only in a traditional school setting, preferably spending a lot of time with children in the same age group or grade. The McGraw-Hill Dictionary of Scientific and Technical Terms defines socialization as the process whereby each child learns to get along with and to behave similarly to other people in the group, largely through imitation as well as group pressure. The Dictionary of Cultural Literacy defines socialization as learning the customs, attitudes, and values of a social group, community, or culture. The common theme of various definitions of socialization is behavior that conforms to the group. The question for parents is, do you want your children to conform to the group? Most homeschooling parents want to prepare their children to think for themselves and to make wise decisions when they are on their own. They don't want their children socialized to become mindless robots for the current culture or to develop attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors that are not in their best interest. Homeschooling parents believe that homeschooling provides teens with positive role models to help them make better choices and to avoid the destructive behaviors so prevalent in the public schools. Homeschooling teaches them to resist peer pressure and mass media marketing of undesirable products and behaviors. Let's cheer the homeschoolers. They are doing just fine.
2: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at PhyllisSchlafly.com. And let us hear from you at PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again next time. For the Phyllis Schlafly report, eight
0: hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll free number. Uh, quick look here at the markets. Uh, gold's been up all day. Uh, up right now, up six dollars thirteen oh nine. Silver's up ten cents, fifteen dollars. opinions on this, and, and I'll keep saying we need less government, not more. Period. The fact that uh, this is such a big problem right, t- tells you it's way too big. That's my only comment on it. Good, bad, or indifferent, I think the, uh, the closure was ridiculous. But it just shows you now Again, it's another example. All the news is fake. All the reports, they're all made up. I mean, they got a little bit of truth, right? It, it, you know, it's like The Blind Side. you ever seen the movie The Blind Side, Michael Orr? Uh, what was her name? What was that actress? Sandra Bullock. And they tried to end the movie. He never knew how to play football. You know? Yes, he did. Right? <laughs> Make no mistakes about it. He was a great football player before he got there. But that wouldn't be nearly as good of a movie. All of these reports that we all accept without any transparency whatsoever, even though, you know, let's face it, they do tell, oh, yeah, well, we we change them. They change every number. Every number's got to be changed. Every report, fine, change them. But before you do, tell us what the real number was. Simple enough. And then you can change to whatever you want, right? You want to say that inflation's two percent? Fine. But before you do that, tell us what it really was, and then. And then tell us, okay, but we want to say two. There's not a person I know, not one, that thinks inflation's 2%. And by the way, federal I know this is going to shock people. No one actually thinks that's lower either. I would love it to actually be 2%. Of course, we know, I, I don't even know, I'm thinking it's somewhere between 5 and 10. Today we had another one of these numbers. This was one of the, what I call the soft data numbers. Right? They, they allegedly call people. The conference board, the consumer conference board, does the uh, consumer confidence Report then Wall Street actually goes up or down on on these reports. Today, the number wasn't good. They said that the consumer that they've been calling keeps saying, hey, we're getting less confident. And one of the things in the report was, what are you the least confident about? Is it what's happening right now? You know what they said? Yeah, eh, it's okay right now. Then they asked them, how about six months from now? That's when things got really scary. A number of, above 100 is considered good. It hit 138, this soft data confidence number. I told you that was the top. Came out here for a whole week. Hey, we're at the top. Super confidence number, that's the top. All new, all-time record high. Was it? I don't know, right, because they adjust all the numbers. Now fallen since that point, that was three months ago, by the way, Falling every month since then. It's down to 120 today. They were hoping for 124. By the way, they also revised the month before that lower as well. But the six months from now number, it fell the most ever in 50 years. The reading was in the 70s, so obviously well below 100. This is where people think is going to be six years from now. The share expecting more jobs six months from today down to just 14 percent. That's the biggest two-month. People that believe that their lifestyle is going to improve over the next six months also fell by the largest amount since 1968. You know what's so funny? What else is in the 60s? Oh, jobless by like the lowest, since 1968. <laughs> they both can't be true. But I'm just letting you know because this is very important. Because if people think things are getting worse, what do they do? I want to to cut back a little bit. Now use that for business. What do you think Wall Street business is going to do? They're getting creamed in China. Japan just came out this and said an all our data space, right? Who knows where we're really at? They're not growing, right? Europe's Europe is, is horrible as well. Things at best are slowing here. They're going to be cutting back. And listen, this is why the central bank has all of a sudden found religion. They wanted to believe all of their fake reports. Go back to their meeting in December when they were sitting there and got all hawkish after they raised rates and said, yep, we're going to keep going. Everything's great. Remember the Dow was like, what, 27,000? Went all the way down to 21,000 and changed. We had a bear market for one day, right? The Christmas Eve massacre. And now they're trying to convince you, oh, it's okay now, because the central bank got, you know, they they got their act together. Did they? Or do they know what I already knew? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Had a pillar yesterday. A big miss. Big miss. Well, and, and again, I said, hey, orders are slowing quickly. Harley-Davidson today. Well, I hope you didn't own that stock. Uh, they're down almost double digits today. The biggest quarterly miss of consensus uh, since 2009. Out of Harley Davidson, Gap Earning. Now, for those of you that don't remember, Gap generally accepted accounting principles—fancy way for saying, "Right, this is the the number without bull crap." Okay, this is the number before they seasonally adjust. So this is for corporations right? generally accepted accounting principle. In other words, you can't take stuff out that isn't legal to do. And remember after the tech bubble right after they ripped you all off all, all, all of Mike they, you they've been telling us forever. 401k, 401k, 401k. And, of course, whacking us the whole time. This is where you have to put your money. Oh, sorry. That is, I know you took a big hit there. We're sorry. Um, and I know it wasn't your fault because uh, we don't give you very good information. So we're going to adopt This generally accepted accounting principles here. That way you'll know, right? You'll know if we're full of crap or not. And everybody was, if you were a publicly traded company, you were supposed to comply with this. And you know what's funny? Companies started doing it. And then the crash happened. And now, almost nobody does. And when you turn on the idiot box, they don't give you the generally accepted accounting practices number. Now, they give you what do they call it? The adjusted number. Why would you want to make a financial decision based on a fake number? That doesn't make any sense. Why would the central bank not want to have transparency? We're going to find that out. I don't think we got very long. That's the sad part. I thought we were going to have longer. I did. I really did. Now I don't think we get out of the next decade. I don't. Not with with Federal Reserve notes. Harley Davidson's gap earnings was zero. In other words, they didn't make any money. Now, they didn't lose any. But this was the fourth quarter. This was supposed to be their best quarter, zero. On TV, though, they said they made 17 cents a share. Of course, that was well below what the people were expecting. I think the number was 29 cents they said revenue wasn't even a billion dollars the company reported fourth quarter motorcycle shipments of just 43,489 by the way was down 8% from the october forecast <laughs> right it said the company Finished the year with 52,000 more Harley Davidson riders than a year ago. That was all their sales. U.S. sales fell 10% in December, the eighth consecutive quarterly drop, and it fell all over the place. And I bring up Harley Davidson, why? Because, really, what is a Harley? What does it represent? It's a status symbol. Hey, I'm doing well, and I bought myself a Harley. Right? It, I call them Viagra's angels, right? They go up to carefree on the weekend. Right? They all got their Harleys out. Right? It it it, it fits in the garage most of the time. Right? It's, it's a status thing. People can't afford it anymore people can't afford it I don't even know what a Harley cost but I, I know it's uh not more it's not a couple grand right let's, let's just say that it's not a couple grand but what I love though is again what's real and what isn't and why is it another one of these promises that they've taken away they promised us gas earnings. we aren't getting them Well, you know why? Because Dow can't be 23,000 with gap earnings. It can only be 23,000 with fake numbers. (laughs) Right. Same thing, right? All of this stuff, you you only would believe it if the numbers aren't real. Because if we showed you what the real numbers were, you wouldn't believe it. The Trump administration's $1.5 trillion tax cut package appears to have no major impact on business capital investments or hiring plans, according to the latest survey. They said that the National Association of Business Economics, every quarter they produce a report telling them what businesses are saying about what their plans are. Apparently what they said is, ah, that cut's over. Thanks for the break. We love the buyback. We're not hiring. 84% of the company said no change. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow is mixed. The S&P, the NASDAQ are down. Uh, the Dow right now is up 50. Gold's up 6. Thirteen oh nine, silver's up ten cents as well. Fifteen eighty five. Today, I don't have a lot, but it's a good one. We've got forty four zero forty five dollar liberties. Now we ran these on special earlier this month, and we had a lot more of them. Right? We we had a we yeah we had a big amount of them. Uh, don't have the big amount. But we were running them at 350 then. Today, 365 And, you know, obviously, think about, you know, what gold's been doing. That's just how it happened. You know, we, we are in this situation where all of a sudden, right, we've got a lot less, a lot less product and, and higher prices. Uh, but again, great fractional material. Keep putting it away. We are barely getting started on the debt super cycle. The $5 trillion to $22 trillion, that wasn't the super cycle. <laughs> That's the scary part. That wasn't the cycle. We're just getting started on it. All of the fake data stuff, all of it. Right. Look at what Japan came out and had to admit. Hey, we created QE and we wanted it to be we wanted it to be right so badly we lied about the numbers. All of them. And we're doing the same thing you know it. We all know it. The inflation's not two percent. It's not even close. I mean, I know, right? I got one kid in college, another kid getting ready to go to college. Uh, you just look at your your monthly year-over-year year increases in your monthly health care premiums, forget about everything else. Just look at that. You know what's coming. This isn't a scare thing. This It's none of those things. Listen, do you want to prosper with what you know is coming? It's here now. Deficits are going to be a trillion dollars in plus Every year now, for I guess forever. I don't know. I don't know how this ends. And I've already told you, and this shouldn't shock anybody. One trillion, two trillion, three trillion. Problem is, what happens at four and five trillion? Because that's where we're headed. Soon. How soon? Soon. And we got less than 10. Okay? This isn't. This isn't going back to 1996 and all down the road. Oh, so scared it's going to be broke, man. I remember when I started here, it was 2042. Now they admit to like, what, 2032? That's what they admit to. It's really, what, 10 years? Not even. We're not getting to 2029. Maybe 2026. Maybe we only got seven years. Keep putting it away. Remember, right? The shift away from the dollar. It's here. Let me get a chance to talk about China, what they're doing with gold, why did they announce an increase in their gold holdings? All of that stuff. Hopefully, I'll get to it tomorrow. $5 liberties. Listen, t- trust me, 365 is a great price. When you think about where it's going to be headed over this, the next five to 10 years, 800 951 0592. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.